You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It was not the best of days for Reds pitching on Monday afternoon in Mesa, Arizona, as they fell to the Oakland Athletics. Final score, 13-5. They go to 0-2 now in this 2021 Cactus League season. Highlights in a bit, but first, some thoughts on the game from the two guys who called it, Tommy Thrall and Jeff Brantley. Thanks, Jed. Tough one all the way around for the Reds as they fall to the A's 13-5 in Mesa, Arizona at Ho-Ho Cam Park. And Cowboy, uh, the bright spot on the mound for the Reds today was Brandon Finnegan. He looked awfully good. You're pretty impressed with what you saw out of the left-hander. Well, I, I thought that he was aggressive within the strike zone. You, you look at the arm strength right away. The fastball was 93-94 with movement. And it wasn't all over the place. The ball was down, looked like he had a sharp breaking ball. Now, this is day one, but we give so much of a, of a break to guys that have bad days on day one. You have to give credit to a guy like Brandon Finnegan that has an outstanding day on day one. And today was outstanding for him because after he pitched, it was rough. Offensively, a guy that's already starting to kind of open some eyes, at least your eyes, is Scott Heineman. Home run today, a two-run shot. He's looked pretty good through his first couple games. Yeah, I, I just like the, the way this kid's put together. I know that he had some injury issues in a, in a Texas Ranger uniform. Uh, the guy can play all over the place. I, I, I said it during the ball game. Anybody that can play center field and then turn around and play first base and, and do it well defensively uh, has got to be a pretty good athlete. And when you look at this guy, athlete jumps off the charts. Uh, he's well put together. He showed some great strength at the plate. Uh, you, you look at new guys, and the first thing you look at is their success, and then you think, okay, well, what does this guy not do well? I haven't seen anything, and, and granted, it's just the first couple of ball games, but I've been impressed. Certainly hope that that continues as he continues to battle for a spot on this Reds team. Reds fall 13-5, to but we'll get our first look at Hunter Green tomorrow night. That's something that I think we're all looking forward to. I would say so. Reds and Angels in Goodyear tomorrow, Reds fall to the A's in Mesa today, 13-5 the final. Yid, back to you. Now to the highlights. Cincinnati got on the board first in this one. Aristides Aquino, who is trying to prove he belongs on the opening day roster and part of the Reds outfield, opened the second inning this way. And Aquino swings. It's a little pop-up behind short. It's going to be a tough play. The short stops out, tried to make a basket catch. Pender can't make the play with his back to the infield. It caroms away into center, and Aquino on his way to third and in safely as the ball gets away. Not far, but Aquino is in safely at third base to lead off the red second. A walk and a strikeout later, Tyler Stevenson got the run home. He bounces this to short. Big hop for Pender, goes to first. That's his only play, and Stevenson is out. Aquino will score from third, but... Strange Gordon running on the play kept the Reds out of the double play yes, right there. Did. That was an awfully big move for the Reds that they're using the speed of Gordon. I don't know if it was a sign put on by David Bell or if it was just Gordon sensing a, a chance to run. But we know Gordon can flat motor. Lefty Brandon Finnegan started the game for Cincinnati, and he was outstanding, pitching two hitless, scoreless innings with one strikeout. But things did not fare well for Cincinnati pitching after that. Newcomer Noe Ramirez had a very tough debut as a Red. He gave up a single to begin the inning, and one out later, Pete Cosma went yard. Fastball is absolutely destroyed out of left field, and it hits at the bottom of the scoreboard. 
off the bat of Cosma, and it is a 2-1 A's lead. Later in the inning, Matt Olson came to the plate with a runner on base. Matt Olson grounded into a double play his first time up, and he hits this one to the moon out of right field. And second home run of the inning for the Oakland A's. First by Cosma, that one by Olsen, and both were long far ones. Four to one A's. In the fourth inning, Sal Romano, who needs to have a good spring to make this Reds team, came to the mound. He struck out the first batter he faced, but then gave up a triple. Aramis Garcia then singled to make it 5-1. to one. Romano then proceeded to give up another hit, and then after getting the second out of the inning, Oakland's leadoff man put this game out of reach. The 2-2 pitch. Breaking ball, and it's golfed into center field. That'll get down for a hit. Two runs will score. Garcia with Dykeman right behind him. And it's a two-run, two-out single for Vimael Machine. It's his second hit today. And the A's have really opened things up. Four in the third, three more here in the fourth. It's 7-1 to one, Oakland. After that hit, Romano walked Chad Pinder. And at that point, David Bell implemented the new spring training rule where a manager can end the inning even if there isn't three outs. Unfortunately, the Reds manager had to do the same thing in the bottom of the fifth after Shane Carl gave up four more runs on four hits and a couple of walks. At that point, it was 11-1 Oakland. After the Aquino triple in the second inning, the Reds didn't collect another hit until Scott Heineman led off the top of the sixth inning with a single to right field. Alfredo Rodriguez followed that with a single to left, and after a strikeout, Rocky Gale got the Reds' second run home. The one, there's a little tapper, pitcher gloves, Drapo, double bumps, throws it past the shortstop and into center field. This will score Heineman. Around to third, Rodriguez, the throw from center is in time to get him. Well, the Reds get a run out of the deal, but the A's still get an out. Ryan Hendricks came on to pitch the bottom of the sixth for Cincinnati. The first batter he faced reached on an air, and then Buddy Reed rounded out Oakland scoring. The pitch, and Reed socks one to right field, hit a mile, and that is long gone into the back of the Reds' bullpen in right field. You talked about the arm that he has showcased. Well, now he is just unloaded with the bat. In the top of the seventh of this seven-inning game, the Reds put a runner on base sandwiched between two strikeouts, but then Scott Heineman and Alfredo Rodriguez went back-to-back. Here's the 3-1. This ball is socked deep left center field, and it's long gone. Left center field home run, a two-run shot for Scott Heineman. Makes it 13-4, A's. Heineman has his first home run of the spring. And Rodriguez socks one. This one's hit almost the exact same spot, also gone. There's painted squares for seating on the berm around Ho-Ho Camp Park. Same story in Goodyear. And Heineman hit one in the square just to the left of that light pole in left center field. And Alfredo Rodriguez hit one in the same spot. If there were fans there, they'd have two baseballs. Here are the totals for Oakland. 13 runs on 14 hits, one air, and they stranded five on base. For Cincinnati, five runs, six hits, two airs. They left four runners on base. Blackham gets the win for Oakland. He's 1-0. Ramirez takes the loss. He drops to 0-1 on the spring. Time to hear what Reds manager David Bell had to say 
about the game against Oakland. Hey, David, uh, what, what did you think of Brandon Finnegan today? Um, I thought he was a real bright spot on the day. Uh, just right from the beginning, it looked like he had total command of his pitches, throwing strikes, um, attacking the strike zone. Good fastball, good velocity on his fastball, but also, you know, real good ability to, to throw the breaking stuff for strikes. Um, he looked outstanding. Uh, really happy for him to, to get that one um, in and, you know, his first outing. Uh, I think he can really build it off that. So it's really nice to see. Looks like you got um, Blandino a lot of work at shortstop when you put him at third base. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. We're, we're trying to figure out how to get him at short. He's going to start a game in a couple of days there at short, but it, it, you're right. I mean, he ends up getting more plays at short than he did at third today. So um, we had a laugh about that. But um, yeah, I mean, it'll all work out. Um, but you're right. I, I think the way the defense is these days, moving guys around, you end up kind of playing all over the place. You, you, you We talked earlier about rolling it in the uh... – the kind of the etiquette of that uh, was it just something you just decided you just kind of had to do it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's there for a reason. So um, yeah, we're it's not ideal, but we you know have to get comfortable with it. And again, I, I just let the third base coach know um, there in the uh, in the last inning um, we, we were going. We had another pitcher ready, so we were going to bring Lily in. If Hendricks couldn't get through his inning, but um, then he came, came out and uh, got his third out. But other than that, yeah, it came, came up. It's come up quite a few days or quite a few times the last, you know, first two games. So um, today we had to use it. Is there any concern that Jesse Winker, that could be something long-term with this hip? No, it was very cautionary. Uh, yeah, just a little, little soreness. He, you know, he, he's come into spring training and, uh, uh, really wrapped up fast, uh, you know, not, you know, not his fault or anything like that. I think it, that's a good sign that he was feeling so strong and, uh, you know, really excited uh, to be here and was getting a lot of work at maybe more than anyone else. So sometimes you, you do have to be a little bit careful, but um, we'd rather, you know, him attack his work like he has and, you know, it's only going to cost him a, a couple of days. The one bright spot on the pitching side of things for Cincinnati was Brandon Finnegan, who again pitched two scoreless innings, and here's what he had to say about his performance. Uh, I actually felt pretty good, you know, um, getting off a grand mound and, you know, pound, like just being able to compete again felt really great. Um, you know, I was just talking to, to Jag, so I was a little worried that maybe, you know, the first day jitters, I might be running away from the arm a little bit, but uh, I was able to, to keep myself compacted and just pound the zone, so... I was really happy with the movement on everything. I mean, not a ton of swing and misses, but at the end of the day, I uh, got a lot of weak contact, a couple hard hit balls were right out to people. So um, it felt great, you know, to get out there and, you know, get through two innings pretty easily. I mean, it looked like the Scotty, the, the strikeout was up to 94. So you got pumped up there when, when you needed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, from what I saw it was 93, 94, maybe 92 in there, but I mean, I felt pretty good. Um, you know, ball was coming out good. I felt I was really happy about my changeup and my slider and curveball. Honestly, everything I threw, I was really happy about. Um, the movement on it was was good. I thought, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, my main focus today was just coming out and pound the zone and you know let the defense work. Um, they were free swinging from pitch one, so uh, I was just glad to you know miss the barrels. Brandon, what 
what have these last couple of years been like? You, you pitched obviously up here in 18, got hurt, and then you kind of, we heard you went to driveline, I think in 19. What, what have you been up to the last couple of years to try to get yourself back to this? Um, you know, I've just been, you know, just working. Uh, it, it, it did suck missing, you know, pretty much three quarters of the year in, in 19 to, to go to driveline. But, um, you know, I can't say it didn't help me. Uh, came back, you know, my video was back up. I threw the ball really well. Uh, with the exception of being in tooth, I think that I really, you know, was kind of sporadic with all my pitches. But uh, you know, I've just been, you know, working on just getting back to who I am as a pitcher and who I who I've always been. You know, um, besides 2018, I've, I've been really happy with my career so far. Uh, obviously, that was a very very down year for me or anybody that had those type of <laughs> numbers. But uh, you know, I've just been trying to keep my blinders on and keep moving forward, uh, realizing that. Um, you know, the only thing in my control is how hard I work and what I do on the mound is just go out there and just attack. Um, so that's what I've been trying to get back to. You know, of course, a year like 2018, it can it can mess with anybody's mind. Uh, I'd be lying if I said it didn't, you know, mess me up a little bit. But I feel like I got back to it once I got back into games in 19. I was really happy the way I threw in 19. I was really happy how I, how I threw in spring training and at the alternate site last year. So I just want to, you know, take that and keep running with it. Wednesday marks the first of 15 night games in this Cactus League season for Cincinnati as they take on the L.A. Angels. And this one will have Reds fans buzzing because right-hander Hunter Green will make the start for Cincinnati. He, of course, was their number one draft pick a few years back. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 7.50. First pitch is set for 8.05 Cincinnati time. Again, the final score from Mesa, Arizona on Wednesday afternoon. It was Oakland 13 and Cincinnati 5. With your Reds Radio Recap, I'm Dave Armbruster.